Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. I am the rambling madman. I have this feeling, man, because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. It's not a fuck. I'm not a conspiracy nut. When I was little, my father was famous. He was the greatest samurai in the empire. And he was the shogun's decapitator. He cut off the heads of 131 lords. It was a bad time for the empire. The Shogun just stayed inside his castle, and he never came out. People said his brain was infected by devils. My father would come home. He would forget about the killings. He wasn't scared of the Shogun, but the Shogun was scared of him. Maybe that was the problem. Then, one night, Shogun sent his ninja spies to our house. They were supposed to kill my father, but they didn't. That was the night everything changed. Sometimes you gotta fast and fast. You niggas don't know where this shit started. Y'all know where it came from. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of Ramblings of a Madman. This is your host, Mark Ciccarella Jr., a.k.a. The Rambling Madman. I bet you're wondering why I played that uh, little opening monologue to Liquid Swords there. And and I, I just love that that monologue there. And I'll tell you why. The, the reason I love that is because I think it applies to the truther, the, commun- the conspiracy theory community, in regards to... The truth and knowing the truth. So, let me just break it down. The, I love the part when the kid, he says... That his father wasn't scared of the Shogun. But the Shogun was scared of him. And maybe that was the problem. And you know what? That applies, uh, I believe, 100% to... You know... What we stand for. What I stand for. We, what we all stand for. And We're not afraid of the the powers that be, right? We're we're not afraid of these people that are controlling and dictating our everyday lives. Because if we were afraid of them, we wouldn't be here and and you wouldn't be listening to the show and and I wouldn't be making the show. We're not afraid of them. They're afraid of us. They're afraid of of this message getting out to people and corrupting the minds of people who are still asleep and who who still don't think freely. And um, and so that's... The problem. That's where the problem comes in. That's where the strictness with the powers that be, the governing, the uh, everything that's going on right now that's so strict in, in the way that the government is oppressing people and and you know the vaccine passports that are going to be coming out soon and, and, and everything like that. Um, so just keep that in mind. I, I, there's, I, there's a lot of artists and rappers and 
what whatnot in, in especially in old school hip hop, eighties and nineties hip hop. Um, there's a lot of artists from that era, you know, that were very very woke. And uh, I've I mentioned this before on the show that a lot of the eighties and nineties era hip hop artists were inspired by Bill Cooper, who wrote "Behold a Pale Horse," and he exposed so many conspiracy theories in that book. And you'd be surprised to to read the list of the artists and the rappers that um, took that book and read it and 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 used it as their foundation for, you know, shit like fuck the police, uh, uh, fight the power, something like that was the foundation for it, uh, for th- those beliefs being spread into the black community. And, and Wu-Tang Clan was absolutely one of those artists. And um, you... You can see the shit that's in their music that doesn't always, you know, upon the, your first listen, you don't always catch it and or see the meaning behind it. And um, I don't know if anybody has seen uh, Wu Tang and America Sa- American Saga on uh, Hulu, um, but it's a tremendous show. Uh, I know it's a show, and you know, Hollywood. I know Hollywood is evil, but the show is very good, and there's also a lot of. Uh, pretty woke shit hidden in the show so I, I suggest you guys all check it out um so getting into today's episode i do have a guest coming on today i have the speaker if you don't remember the speaker he was on when we talked about the mandela effect and a little bit about the simulation um so i brought him back on today we're gonna we had a great discussion on the simulation and and what he believes the, you know, kind of some of the rules are in the simulation and stuff like that. And he he also spoke for a, a moment or two on um, his reaction to Amy Belair, who was my last guest last week, uh, uh, to something that she said. So he has a reaction to that. And um, it's a very interesting, engaging conversation that the speaker and I have had um, just the other day here. And so I'm very excited to get it out to you guys and ha- have you hear this enlightening, eye-opening conversation. Um, before we get into the episode, though, I do want to mention, again, thank you guys for all listening every week. It, it really does brighten my day to know that you guys are coming back each and every week and, and supporting me. And um, and like I say every week, I have a Patreon account. Uh, if if Wherever you're listening to this video, or this episode, I'm sorry, uh, there is a link in the description to the Patreon account. There's a link in the description to my site, and there's a link in the description to my uh, merch store. Uh, so if you want to buy some merch, uh, all every little dollar helps. Whether you want to sub- donate to Patreon or buy some merch or um, whatever it may be, if you feel like I'm doing a good job with this show, you know, feel free to send a, a little donation my way via Patreon or buying a piece of piece of merchandise. And we have all kinds of merchandise in the store. We have hoodies, T-shirts. We have uh, ladies T-shirts, ladies hoodies. We have um, we have water bottles stickers, iPhone cases, we have um, zip zipper hoodies, pullover hoodies, we have tons of stuff on there, so if you want to check the link that's in the description of this episode, wherever you're you're uh, accessing the episode, whether it be on Spotify, Hulu, uh, Hulu, whether it be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, YouTube, my site, iHeartRadio, uh, there is a description, and in that description, there should be a link to you know the Patreon, my site, and um, the merch store. So I, again, any donations that you feel I'm I'm worthy of receiving, I'm greatly uh, thankful for. And um, 
yeah, so I, without, you know, talking too much in this opening uh, intro here, I, I'm going to get right into the conversation that I had with the speaker here, and I will see you on the other side. All right, so welcome back to the speaker, you know, the first ever repeat guest of Ramblings of a Madman. Uh, <laughs> must feel wildly, you know, popular and famous for coming on my wildly successful show two times now, more so than anybody who's ever been on. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Uh, we are spring breaking it right now. Um, they uh, dropped some restrictions in our state and people have gone insane. The roads are packed. Everybody's going this way, that way, traveling here, there. Um, awesome. Awesome. You love to yeah. see it. And, and people are having a good time. Um, the, the hotels are packed and um, we, uh, we had, we had, we had a little hotel snafu, but um, uh, shout out to uh, Hilton, uh, <laughs> a little plug there. Uh, they took care of us and uh, got us all straightened out. And uh, we are very much blessed now with the rooms that we have. So we're very happy. Awesome, man. I'm glad to see that. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that people are getting out. And I, I was uh, not, I was not paid to say that. I just, yeah. you know, it but, took care you know, of it. If Hilton Hotels doesn't want to sponsor this show, uh, rambling, uh, r- rambling podcast 2021 at gmail.com for all, <laughs> for all advertising inquiries. But hey, maybe you'll get free, uh, Hilton, um, you know, stay anywhere you want in the country. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Are you okay. going to sell out? Are you going to sell out eventually, or, or? I sell out eventually. I, 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 my whole. I was actually uh, had a conversation, um, or more, not so much of a conversation, but a quick, you know, exchange of words with my my dad. Uh, we went to the gym together a few. Uh, well, we go to the gym together fairly often, but a few weeks ago we were um we were talking about my podcast and other podcasts, and he was my dad was like, "Well, it would be it would be crazy if you could." Uh, you know, get as big as Joe Rogan and make money like he does. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not really, <laughs> I don't really want to be like Joe Rogan. And, um, right. Right. And, uh, he was like, what? You're crazy. All the money. He was like, yeah, but I'm not trying to sell out. He's like, but that's a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, I really don't care. <laughs> and, and there uh, is, there is a price. Exactly. I don't, there is a, I don't there care is what price. anybody said. Yeah. Uh, I think Dave Chappelle said it best when he said, um, when somebody offers you that kind of money, they own you at that from that once you accept it they own you yeah uh, i think he said that in the uh interview with he had with uh oprah yeah and um well that was a crazy interview dude then and you so you're so he was right you're literally selling your soul yeah you're you're selling your sovereignty over to this large corporate entity you know yeah that that is the sad state of our entertainment business so oh of course and anything uh, it, it's like it's, especially since i started talking to you i i've i've really come into um you know thinking more about the simulation theory i can't say that i'm like a full-on believer of it yet and and um but like the more and more i think about it the more and more it makes sense and the the one of the things that scares me is like within in regards to the the uh simulation theory is the fact that you know like so many people could be like fake and like ai mm-hmm. and that that kind of like scares me because I, I was like i was thinking about that like 
this morning and driving for work and I'm like, damn, what if like people that I love and care about are fucking fake? And right. And, yes. Um, yeah. Matter of fact, um, there's a there's a really I don't want to call it excellent documentary. It's a good documentary. And it's it's on. Um, oh, I think it's on Amazon. Don't quote me on that. If it's not on Amazon, it's on Netflix or one of the other streaming services. But I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon. You may have to rent it, but it's one of those low rental ones. Um, it came up as a suggested, believe it or not, to me, a suggested uh, documentary that I should watch. And it's called A Glitch in the Matrix. And it's a really good doc, very good basic baseline documentary to watch explaining the simulation theory. And it uses a lot of... Uh, 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 cross cuts of uh, quotes from famous people, Elon Musk and mm-hmm. um, physicists and scientists. And, and then it does graphics. And uh, the only problem I have with it is that um, they're, they, I think the documentary makers put themselves in the documentary, but they disguise themselves with an avatar. Okay. Um, okay. And it bothered me because um the, the documentary appeared to be anti-simulation. However, they were using an avatar and maybe it was a, a way of, uh, I don't know, a political statement. I don't know. Uh, it just bothered me. Um, that was the only thing that bothered me about the documentary. Other than that, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, and, they, and one of the, the, the characters, the avatars that was sort of narrating or, or speaking about the simulation theory said that then when they started to realize that they were in a simulation theory, they had this crushing feeling that when people that were surrounding them were out of sight from this person, that their avatar would just go up to a wall and stand and stare at it. And he could picture everyone outside of his line of sight just finding the closest wall and staring at it until he approached. And as soon as they came in the line of sight, they reassumed their character, they reassumed their activities. And this happened to him while he was at church when he was like 13 years old. And it was like soul crushing. It's terrifying. Um, Wow. (laughs) I have no knowledge based on what I know. And I would like to preface, you know, everything I say, uh, I would like to say at the beginning of every single sentence to the, to, to the best of my knowledge, but I'm not, I don't want to repeat that over and over again. Mm-hmm. So from this point on, if everybody would just put that in their mind that Mike is saying to the best of his knowledge, X, Y, Z, and then I'm going to give everything as a fact from this point on. So it just speeds things up. I hope that's okay. But, yeah. That's- that shouldn't be a problem to the best of my knowledge yeah to the best of, my, of mike the speaker's knowledge these are the facts as he sees them and yes uh this is the way i understand it there are cpus okay uh let me use grand theft auto as an example um <clears throat> when you're in grand theft auto you join a server and within that server um there are online players and then there's cpus that wander the streets they the, the EMTs, the fire response, the police, uh, those are all CPUs. And you can walk up to them, punch them, rob them, 
interact with them and they will have a programmed response to that situation. But, and you can obviously tell that they're a CPU. Um, <clears throat> and there's online players that will actually try to disguise themselves as a CPU, but they kind of forget that there's a little, uh, they can go incognito, which I think is really cheap. But <laughs> isn't, isn't there a mod for the PC version of the yes. game that lets you yes. become an NPC? Yeah, yeah. And it's really frustrating because they'll just pop up all of a sudden and then kill you and then run off. <laughs> Grand, the Grand Theft Auto is a brutal reality. But mm -hmm. I like to use it as an example because um, there are CPUs in there. And just like that, there are CPUs in this reality. And the reason that the, the simulation has to do that is because it uses CPUs to kind of guide you um, in making choices. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. All right. It, it could be someone that just comes into your life briefly for five minutes, but that five minute exchange makes you decide door A or door B. And the simulation sent that CPU there for that little, and it, that's all it's programmed to do, you know, is to mm -hmm. make that comment or to make that suggestion and then move out of your life and see it, how you respond. Because even though we have free will, <clears throat> the game likes to throw you Easter eggs and hints and guides. We actually have guides. Um, that's a whole nother story. And welcome to go down that road if you want. Um, but yeah. So to answer your question, there are some. However, I can assure you from my own experience that the most personal ring around you are not CPUs. There are real entities behind those individuals. Okay, so okay, that is pretty comforting. There, that's why you have that connection. Okay, there's mm -hmm. you'll you you can feel the difference when you encounter a CPU after. <clears throat> sort of mm, embracing this idea. Once you embrace the idea, it sort of embraces you. It engulfs mm -hmm. you. Um, that's the downside of it. You once, once you, you see. Um, last we spoke last on Sunday morning, uh, Easter yeah. morning, and um, so and and one of the things we talked about on Sunday morning was you know you you're explaining to me the plot of uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Mm -hmm. And um, you're telling me how the computer system, how um, it it didn't have compassion, right? Right. And um, so I actually I got stoned on on Easter Sunday. Um, uh, good, good that, to you that afternoon. And but it, it didn't turn out to be good for me because it, it, the weed brought out like severe anxiety. And um, oh, and I, I did was, I. Uh, see that bothers because I don't want to. I don't. I, that's the thing about this information. No, no, it's it's not. It's not your information in particular. It's literally like ever, ever, every time I smoke weed since you know the past two, two and a half years, it's just been fucking horrible for me. And I don't know why I keep trying to do it and see if it's going to be different, but it's just, it's just absolutely not. But one of the things when I was stoned and like I was having this anxiety attack and I was, I was thinking to. To, um, what we were talking about earlier, and I was thinking about how you were talking about how Hal didn't have compassion, and I was and I was wondering, uh, I I was sitting there talking to my brother because my brother was uh, standing next to me because he knew he knew I was uh, not feeling too hot, and um and I was and you could tell he was having a compassionate moment, 
And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, so he's uh he's not a CP. <laughs> that's literally one of the thoughts I had. He's not a, he's not an AI because he has he's that's a very good right now. Yeah, that's a very good gauge. You know, um, I, I think that's an excellent gauge. You're exactly right on the money, I, and and use that as a tool. You know, if you so choose. Um, but you know, I'm going to tell you right now. You're probably you might get some emails from some 2001 space odyssey nerds that are going to really get upset by that how comment because they're going to be like how had compassion he was sensitive and i'm you know how was programmed to respond with a compassionate uh front does that make sense they Mm -hmm. and that and the reason that how was programmed to do that was so that the astronauts could feel that you know what I mean? They could get a sense of it, but in the long run, and how was logic, pure logic. And that's what how ended up using was pure logic. And the logic was, I have to eliminate all the humans on this ship because the mission is bigger than the people. So remember that, remember that what I just said, (laughs) because that's going to become important later on when, in this reality, AI starts to develop. Well, it's here already. When it really comes to the forefront, um, the mission is bigger than the people. Okay. So anyway, go ahead. Well, that, 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 that's pretty much, you know, um, that, that's a good way of looking at it. You know, the, the, the mission is bigger than the people. And um, I mean, that could fit in a number of different ways and apply to a number of different scenarios within like, you know, not even just the simulation theory, but like the conspiracy community, the spirituality community. And um, but yeah, I like yes. that a lot. And, what, and what, do, what do Christians, when they go across the sea or they go into South America, or they go to the third world countries, what do they call it? Missions, mission, missionaries. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, missionaries. They're on a mission. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, speaking of like, you know, Christianity and other spiritual spiritualities and stuff like that, one of the things like um, I remember you, you were you were messaging me about Amy, my last guest. And one of the things I always love to, to discover or or find out, like in regards to spirituality, is I love when I come across these these overlappings like um. Mm-hmm. For example, like all the Judeo religions overlap in some way or another, or and the, you can go back and say even Christianity itself is just an over is pretty much just the same thing as like Egyptian sun worship and, and stuff like that. And um, so I love when you can find all these similarities in like you know spiritualities and religions and stuff like that, and it, it kind of makes me feel like good in a way, um, me, me, meaning in so that like. Uh, there's something a lot bigger than, you know, just these individual sects of spirituality. And um, it, it, I, I don't know why, but it's comforting me, comforting to yes. me to think about that. And, um, but you had mentioned that Amy, what Amy was saying last week in regards to her son and how in his past life, he had um, unfortunately killed himself in world war one. Mm-hmm. And in order to, you know, make up for that, um, for, for his decision, to, to do that he had to come out as a as a baby that was had very little of a chance to live and and 
and it was kind of like a punishment. And and you said in regards to what you know about the simulation theory, you know that makes perfect sense, and it it, it just it's like it's like it's just second nature to you. Right. Well, first off, I do want to clarify one thing on on that the this when when the when the child when when the entity the human I, I don't know how to um, this is a very another deeper part of outside the simulation what we are outside of the simulation okay that's a whole other discussion um, but I don't want to do that right now but when this person uh, ended their life in World War One it wasn't a punishment. Um, let me start with. And that's one of the things she, I think she stressed as well is that it, 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 what punishment isn't the right word for it. No, by becoming a child that was premature, of course there was, there was suffering in that. Uh -huh. um, but the suffering had a purpose. And let me go through first, go back to the way I understand the rules of the simulation for the participants of it. <clears throat> so there's, there's two, two things you cannot do. You cannot take the life of another person, another person in the simulation. You cannot take your own life, okay? If you do so, there is within the whole simulation a constant balance. There's always a balance in everything in nature. Um, there's left, right, up, down, black, white. Um, you have a, a low pressure system with a high pressure system. You have in the oceans, you have the, the temperature variances. In the atmosphere, you have the temperature variances. There's a constant flow, a constant balance, a constant swing back and forth. So, <clears throat> You will have that naturally going through progressions of lives. But when you take the life of another or you take your own life or God forbid, you take the life of another and then your own life, which by the way, why are we seeing so many of this going on? This mass shootings mm -hmm. with, the, with the shooter ending their life. The question is not about guns. It's not about gun control. It's about why this is happening. Why, the, why no one is asking why this is happening, but that's a whole nother, I'm getting sidetracked, but I just want to point that out. So- No, it's okay. Because, you can get sidetracked, man. I, I have a lot of questions because about that it, shit as, as well. I mean, we're in this this age where, you know, like everybody and their mother is on psych, uh, not psych, psych, uh, psychiatric drugs uh, for depression and anxiety and all this other shit. And yet- uh, depression and anxiety are just going through the roof. Like people are seeing psychiatrists at record levels on, on psychi mm -hmm. psychi psychiatric drugs at record levels. Nobody's getting any better. People are just getting worse. And yet, yes. and, and then like all these, and then it's just a coincidence that all these, you know, these shooters that are, that are supposedly going and shooting up all these places, these grocery stores, schools, whatever, like, you know, they're all like very psychiatric, like psychotic people and, and they have very bad psychiatric problems and, and they're all on uh, either are on um, like crazy meds and stuff like that. And yeah, so it's just, it just doesn't add up to my mind. Like shouldn't, 
you know, these these meds that we're pushing so hard for everybody to be taking, shouldn't they be be helping here? They're not. They're not. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, the real investigation should be in why is everybody going crazy? Why are these people going crazy? Mm-hmm. Why is this, this uh, you know, and it, um, did we have mass killings in the past? I don't know. I don't, I, I haven't seen anything like, I mean, of course, in, in you know, Germany, yes. And, and during war, yes. Um, but as far as a, you know, an individual uh, going on a mass shooting, this is a, a pretty recent, the first one was in the sixties when the guy climbed the, uh, the clock tower at the university. I can't remember. The uh, name it, was, it was, in, it was in Texas, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, what? Maybe it was Texas tech. I think it Could was, it was one yeah. of the universe, big, it was a big university. Yeah. That was the first one that I can find in our history, you know, I mean, in modern history. And, and then it just gets, you know, progressively worse. And that's a whole nother subject because I think that ties into, uh, you know, we might get onto it within this episode, but we'll have to see. But getting back to the, the person was her son, Amy, was it Amy, right? Yes, Amy. Amy's son um, was in World War One and was in a horrible situation. And now I'm going to tell you this. What, what I have been explained is that, and I have this has been very emphasized to me, is that we, this is the message. I'm just going to tell you. We will not give you more than you can handle. You... Oh, we requested whatever we got. Mm-hmm. We requested to experience it. Okay. And I'll explain how this works. So they're yeah, I was in this say, can you, right, cause yeah. I, I know, I know what you're going into there, yeah. but I, I don't think a lot of the listeners might know. So if you want to go ahead and explain what you mean by right. that, I will. So this person is in world war one. They're in the trenches, horrible conditions. Um, if you watch uh, 19, I think it's the movie called 1917. Very yeah. good. Um, it, it very well depicts the conditions that they were experiencing. And this person took their life. They, they just had a complete breakdown and said, I can't take any more. Um, so their life was reviewed. Every life is reviewed and they go through and they're, and they say, okay, you know, this was, this is what we wanted to accomplish. And this is why our objectives and you took your own life and you, you failed to reach your objectives. Um, so, you know, the rules. Um, and, and of course, you know, the person that's now, you know, um, in that situation, it, I call it the sort of like the break room. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. uh, we're, we're actually in a dream state right now. So we're dreaming right now. So when, when you pass away, you'll actually wake up. Okay. Um, but you're in a dream right now and you're more awake once you, you know, once you pass over, I mean, you're just, you're not passing over to anything. You're just literally disconnecting from here and going back to your real existence. And you'll immediately recognize it. As soon as you get there, you'll be like, Oh, Oh yeah. I remember this place. Okay. You know, it's, it's weird. I'm having like this trippy moment right now where it's like, I'm, I had to just had this thought, like, what if I, I mean, obviously you believe that this is real and I'm, I'm thinking like, yo, what if this is all re- What if what you're saying is actually real? And like, and then I'm, 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 I'm thinking I'm relating it to like where like you, 
if you're in a hospital and like you're unconscious in a hospital mm-hmm. and um you know so if you you know how if you're sleeping and you hear somebody talking you'll you'll see what they're talking about while you're sleeping yeah that makes sense like that's what i'm that's what i'm picturing i'm picturing like somebody like i'm in a fucking simulation here and like i'm i'm asleep and like somebody's telling me that uh, that i'm fucking sleeping and this is all a dream and like and like but it's it's you in this reality but like for all i know yeah fucking somebody in the fucking simulation well i look i can only tell you what i've experienced that's all i'm telling that's that's all i'm sharing now uh, whether it's real or not is always the choice of the individual Mm -hmm. i mean that's that's the point because we do have that free will um the 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 creator of this simulation wants us to know how to play the game because it reaches its objectives. It has objectives um, and it wants to reach those objectives. Um, so it, it benefits the creator who's actually playing the game through all of us um, to kind of kick it up a notch. Um, and that's, and that's what it wants to do. It wants us to level up, you know, um, if you want to think about it this way, if you, the way I was shown is that, so, and I'll get back to Amy's son, but let me just throw it out this way. So I want you to picture a field of telephone poles, but they have no wires connecting them. Okay. And each telephone pole has a tarp and the, um, the tarp is spread out across the field also, but where each telephone pole is, there's a hole in the tarp. Does that make sense? So the telephone mm-hmm. poles are sticking up out of this tarp. And at the top of each telephone pole is a pulley system and the pulley system reaches down and is connected to the tarp. As one pole starts pulling up the tarp, the tarp across the ground is going to raise up. And as that raises up more and more, it's going to naturally pull that tarp up to the surrounding poles. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So that tarp's going to go naturally higher for the surrounding poles. It's going to raise them up and they're going to be like, what the hell is happening? So that's the way this system works is that as I level up, and by sharing this information, okay, because that I, I'm actually being selfish right now. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> this is the selfish act because I have been told, hey, listen, if you do this, you're gonna jack your your levels up in the game, okay. you know, and yeah. and you're gonna unlock this perk, and you're gonna I don't want to say weapons because it's not like Grand Theft Auto, but people that play online games are going to completely understand what I'm saying. Um, You're going to unlock this perk and this ability. And that's exactly what's happened in my life. It's just, and, and I had to get to a certain point where I felt safe enough to share it because um, I had to make sure that everything I said was so rock solid that nobody could say, you know, you're, you're, you're full of shit. Um, You know, so I had to walk it like I talk it. And I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to have my life be at a point where I could say this, I've applied this formula and look what's happened. 
And then I leave it up to the individuals that hear the message to do what they want with it. That's all I can do. But mm-hmm. the fact that I'm sharing it helps me. It helps the creator. Um, and, um, and, you know, it, it, the only other choice is to not follow the purpose. And unfortunately, there's people that do that on purpose. <laughs> um, and uh, there's a whole reason for that. But, um, you know, I, I don't recommend that path, but people have the, the free will and the choice to follow that path. You know, they can either say, no, I don't want to follow the rules. I don't want to follow the program. I don't want to follow this predetermined destination or whatever it is, it feels like. Um, and that's fine. They have that choice. Just be prepared because the game will work against you. Um, that's the unfortunate, you know, um, thing. You, it's just like a game that, that has a purpose and a program and an objective. If you work against the game, you're not going to get anywhere in the game. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah. It, um, makes I mean, what sense. I, what I was told explicitly was everyone takes life too seriously, but they don't take the game of life serious enough. Mm-hmm. We want you to show them how to play the game, how to unlock the Easter eggs, find the Easter eggs, find the cheats. Um, let them choose to use it if they want, but we need more people to learn how to play this game. That's that's the assignment that I have, and that's all I can do. And if I don't do it, I'm telling you, I can f- feel a difference. I can feel a difference, especially when I was ready and I resisted. It was uh, it was pretty dramatic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can, I can tell it was it was, uh, it was pretty dramatic. And uh, so. Do you mind if I throw some some questions at you for, for about the sim in, in regards to the simulation? Sure. All right. So, a big thing for me in 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 my personal life is synchronicities and and like repeating numbers. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I had mentioned this to you before, but uh, one of the 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 things that I see every single day, multiple times a day, is is um. 444, 444, mm-hmm. triple fours. Yeah. And um, I I wake up early because I go to the gym early before work. Um, so I, I try to get to the gym by 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I almost always look at the clock at 444 a.m. Uh, for some reason or another. It's not like I'm, I'm like, oh, uh, 444 is coming up. I got to look at it. It's just, no, I got to – I just tend to – pick up my phone and it'll say 444 or, or if I if, say I'm not going to the gym in the morning and I, and I, I can sleep in, I will still wake up at exactly 444 AM. Yeah. And I'll go back to sleep. But I, but for some reason I woke up at 444 AM and um, you know, just uh, you know, at, in, in the evening, always, always in the evening, I always see 444 PM. Um, just like I'll, I'll always see it throughout the day. Like, randomly like um like if i have to go to a certain address sometimes like the address for no it 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 seems like oh that's no big deal but no it it just feels special (laughs) right 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 and um and uh and even so uh, i i bought a a uh, car recently i bought a 1988 lincoln town car 
And um, nice, nice. <laughs> and I, I love the car, and I saw it, and I was like, I had to have it. I, I, I drove it. I love the way the you know, those older um, big yeah. boat cars drive. And I was, I was like, I have to have it. So I bought it, and I, I, um, I put a deposit down on it, and I, I was like, I'll be back with the rest of the cash. And I come back with with the cash to you know sign over the title and all that, and you know the address of. I didn't notice this until like I was walking in to like you know sign the papers, and right there on the door it says four forty four, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just almost like it's it's like too weird. Like I I that I saw this car that I just had to have, and like and then I I I I'm so excited about it, and I come back, and all of a sudden the fucking address on the door is four forty four, and I know. You know, a lot of people like who aren't into this type of shit will will hear this and be like, "Dude, you're fucking a lunatic!" Like, it's 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 no big deal. It's just the address. But no, I know there's some significance behind that. Right. Well, first off, you would be, I th- I th- I I think you would be amiss in assuming that uh, people are not familiar with this phenomenon because it has increased recently, uh, so incredibly. Mine personally is eleven eleven. And there's a whole community okay. of there's a whole community of people around the world that see 1111 everywhere, and uh, mine come up all the time. Um, and what you want to do in that case, what I recommend, what I did uh, was you I went into uh, you know Google and just uh, go into the numerology um, websites and type in um, what the number four means, what the number 44 means, what the number 444 means. And I think what you'll find is that you'll start getting your answers that way. And the reason being is, is that um, the base of this simulation is mathematics. Mathematics mm-hmm. forms the, the atmosphere. It forms the entire three-dimensional reality that we're experiencing. Mathematics has to be involved. So what you're getting is probably feedback from so each one of us have a team um, outside of this simulation and they are allowed to guide us kind of push us kind of influence our free will so to speak um, and they could do that with uh, numbers they can do that with symbols they can do that with people coming into your lives um, they'll send in uh, someone very random that will just suddenly say something to you that you know you'll be like well that was weird but then it it influences a decision that you have to make later on that day that you know in hindsight you'll go my god when that person said that to me that set off a whole chain of events and you'll you'll be like what are the odds of that happening well i can tell you what the odds i i had actually had a a situation like that happen where it, it felt so like it felt like it was set up uh-huh yep <laughs> and, and so, so I'll, I'll explain the situation quickly it uh i made it publicly known that i worked at a transmission shop that i did not like working there the owner was a very big asshole i mean i, I talked about this on my show and and uh but one of the saturdays that i was working it was just me and one mechanic that were at the shop and um mechanics you know working away on on a car in the shop and i'm manning the front of the the business and and uh for customers, phone calls, making bills, and you know, giving customers their keys when they come to pick the car. And one of the guys who comes in, I'll, I'll just say his name is Jeff. And uh, he comes in to pay. He's like, "Hey, uh, I'm Jeff, so and so. I'm here to pick up my car." 
and uh, and right at, right away, I I knew who he was because it, it, he he was actually somebody who had um who brought his car back because the transmission we put in his vehicle um was a remanufactured transmission and it was under warranty. And so anyway, he brought his car back, and I knew who he was because his license plate has the uh, uh square and compass that he's a he's a mason, and mm -hmm. um. And so I was like, "Oh yeah, you're the guy with the uh, the Mason license plate, right?" And he was like, "Yep, that's me." And, uh, and then I, I noticed he was wearing a, a square and compass face mask as well. And um, wow, wow, that's a serious Mason. And, yeah, and he had he wore his ring and everything. And uh, and um, but like it was almost like you know. I, the way I saw it was like at, in a video game, like when you walk into like you know how sometimes you walk into like. Uh, you'll be playing a video game and you walk into a certain area and a cutscene starts. Mm -hmm. That's yep. exactly what it felt like to me. Like he entered the, the room and it was like this cutscene started. And and like he and we ended up having a an over an hour-long conversation on masonry and Freemasonry and, and the secrets of it. And and he even tried to sponsor me. He's like, he was like, Yeah, if you want to join, I'll sponsor you. I'll get get you the, the pamphlet of information. I'm, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm cool. I don't really want to join. I actually, I, I did record a lot of the conversation. Um, he doesn't know I was recording, but I, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. That was dangerous. Uh, but uh, I did record it. And um, that was bold. I, I, I wasn't going to, you know, not take the opportunity to, to have this conversation with a, a Freemason. He's a 33rd degree. No, he, no he's a, a 31st or 32nd yeah. degree. I'm sorry. Uh, Master Mason. Yeah. And um, but anyway, the, the whole situation seemed like it was kind of like preordained or predestined or set up. And it was like it was like a cut scene that like, I couldn't get out of if I wanted to. And uh, and luckily, I, I found the information, um, you know, interesting. And, like you know, I, I don't believe that he's an evil person or whatever. I, I it, But he did seem kind of like fake or like like uh, um like a robot reading a script or, or something to, to be right. honest. And it was, it was just like a, a weird situation like that where it felt like, you know, like a, a, a fucking video game cutscene. It, it, it kind of freaked me out, but it was also pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Right. Uh, and, and hopefully the, the freaking out part will get less and less as you, you know, if you encounter more and more of these types of situations, because the main thing you want to do in those types of situations is just kind of say, okay, what's happening here. And, what purpose does this have? And why did I hand? Because everything you're experiencing, you sent to yourself. Um, mm -hmm. That's the way the system works. It has to um, respond to something that you on a conscious level or on a subconscious level have requested. Um, and uh, it works Oh, I don't know, about 100% of the time, once you get the rhythm down of it and how it works. Um, but it does work because there's a, and Amy talked about this and I, and I, I find it really fascinating. She talked about the, uh, what was it called again? It started, the Akashic uh, Records. The Akashic Records. And, and she had, the way she received information about her son was by accessing the Akashic Records. Well, what the Akashic Records is, is a, is a huge database of information. And literally everything that is and will be is in that database. Everything. So whatever your imagination comes up with already existed in that database. It would not 
enter your imagination if it didn't already exist in that database. So that means if you believe that unicorns are, well, I mean, if you imagine a unicorn, a unicorn exists somewhere within the system. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, it, so, it does. Um, so when, when she accessed it, it had to give her her answer. Um, and that's the way it works. It works, she accessed it through meditation, but we act, we're always connected to it. We just don't know it. We're always 24 seven connected to it. Um, and the way it works is, is you can either consciously ask a question or ask for something. Um, there are certain parameters for it to respond and I'd, I'd be glad to go into that, but um, I'm kind of, you know, that would, that would be another, you know, we would, we would go into a lengthy conversation about that. Um, but there is a way to do things in a, in a way that you will get an answer. You will get a reply into your reality. It will, it will. And I, and the, this is not a secret. It's on the internet over and over again. And you, you'll call it, um, they, they, a lot of people call it um, uh, the law of attraction. It's not the law of attraction, it's the law of creation. It's um, the way the system works is you are, cr are creating your reality um, using what is, a, was, what is your apparent free will, um, but it already existed in the database. So you're just accessing a database and then making your decisions based on what already existed. Um, in, the, in the movie, The Matrix, <laughs> uh, the second one, I don't know if you've seen it, you know, she tells. Oh I've only seen the first film okay. um, only because when I watched it, I, it was like, uh, I don't know, five, six years ago when I watched it. And like at the time I had gotten really tripped out after, <laughs> after seeing it. And I was like, I was like, holy shit. Like, because it just felt like that shit, it just felt real to me. Like, yeah, <laughs> and um, it, it really tripped me out. I remember I was working at a grocery store at the time, and I was, and I was like, looking around. I'm like, damn, what if this really is like that? And, um, and it, it was just like my whole entire shift. And then I never, I just never got around to watching the second one, but I, I will eventually. In the second one, it and I, I, I personally like the second one better because uh, okay. the second one ties so much together, so much information. It is mind blowing. But in the second one, the Oracle says to Neo, you've already made the decision. What you have to find out is why you made that decision. That's how the game works. So she didn't say that's how the game works. I added that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, you're already, you're, in, you're on a river. You're in a boat. The river splits you have left or right, but you're still on a river. There's, you know, there's a beginning and there's an end. There's, um, and a planned route, but you got to choose A or B. Good for you, you know, yay. Uh, free will, you know, <laughs> but mm -hmm. you're still on a river. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if I could get back to Amy's son, if we have time, I don't know what, no, go, go ahead. Yeah, go, go. Um, because I was so I was so blown away by I I know without a doubt 
that she's tapped in. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's some a feeling I had as well. I, I I could see like some people might be hesitant. Well, she's just like a scam artist, psychic lady, and 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 you know like I couldn't tell you that you're wrong, but if it, I mean, not not no way am I saying that's what she is. But I'm just saying like I had no way to prove that she's not. But there's certain people that I get a certain feeling from, um, mm -hmm. yes. and whether it be through a conversation or when I meet them personally, and. I got nothing but good vibes from Amy and she's, she's been a wonderful person as far as I know. And, and um, are there definitely snake oil salesmen out there in, in this community that we are in? Absolutely. But I, I, right. 100, I, without a doubt, do not think that Amy is one of those people. Right. Because when she was describing that her son needed a do over, what I immediately saw was, you know, they go, after you know they ended their life in the trenches of world war one they go to their team the team's like mm, you know that that's disappointing but we put you in that situation and it was a very tough situation you knew what you were getting yourself into but and we agree it was a really tough situation because they let you argue your point too and, uh -huh. you know i'm sure that the, that that person said i could not handle it but again they probably came back what did we tell you? We will never give you more than you can handle. So in that case, they probably reached an agreement and said, okay, because normally what would happen in that case, obviously I, I imagine that soldier took lives prior to taking their own. Mm -hmm. And, and that, is another, that is another consideration that's always given. You're, you're thrown into uh, a situation where you feel like you don't have a choice but to defend yourself and therefore you take a life and that is that is something that is considered but um you still have the choice of not taking the life they're going to argue that back to you <laughs> it's very logical you know mm -hmm. um so they probably said okay you know that they're normally in this situation we would send you back as a snail or, or an amoeba, and you would have to work your way back all the way to being human again, and then eventually going into the next step, which is a light body, which is a whole nother topic I don't wanna go into. But, um, so, but in this case, we understand, you know, we, we've heard your arguments and we understand. So what we're gonna do, <laughs> and I'm really paraphrasing very badly, this sounds so cheesy, but, I, I, I can only paraphrase in the, in the human form. Um, so what we're going to do, you have to go back as this baby. It's going to be a lot of suffering while you're there. It's going to, and you have to change this person's life, the mother's life. You have to influence her life so that she then teaches people how to play the game. If you do that, then the next life you can be a human again because everybody wants to be a human in this game. They want to, that's, you know, cause that's the big stepping stone. You know, once you get to human, then you can really take off. You know what I mean? So, and they were like, and the person was like, fine, I can do that. I can do that. And, and that's what they did. They went back as this very premature baby and, and influenced her and look what she's doing now. 
you know, she's opening people's minds and hearts and that's what the game wants. So I just, I loved that story. It really touched me. So this, this kind of leads me to another question I had. And I, I asked Amy a similar question in uh, about, you know, the concept of time and like, I asked Amy, is there any significance to, you know, the amount of time, you know, between World War One when her son had taken her life and, you know, five or so years ago when she miscarried or, or had a, the, the very premature baby. Um, and, and she said, basically said, it's like, you know, it's kind of like, we can't understand, you know, the, the, the way time is in like you know this in between or the spirit world or or the break room as you call it and do, what do you is it possible like that you know like somewhere out there that like in a different alternate universe or reality that you know like in that reality it's 1917 oh yes because um because what i'm thinking of like is like you know the simulation theory sounds like so like super futuristic and advanced so like in that case it, with her son would he have been would would, would the uh, simulation have been like just super advanced and the, but they still sent him into a time where it was like you know industrial revolution right yeah um, so this is a very difficult concept for the human mind to grasp and there's there's actually a purpose behind that and it's because the whole purpose of the simulation is for the creator to experience limited abilities that's the whole because it outside of the simulation it it has every ability that it could possibly need okay within the simulation it limits itself just for the thrill of it just for the learning experience of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yes, it does. Um, but so it limits itself in the creation of time because time is a very limiting, slow, dragged out, linear process. Um, and that's thrilling for the creator. It loves, the, you know, that we create time. Um, now, the way it works is um, so you could, if you look at your hand, uh, choose a hand, your right hand is fine, but it's got five fingers and, and pretend that you can take your, your first finger, your index finger and plug it into a computer. Like there was a slot in a computer and you just plug it in to where your nail up to your nail is plugged into the computer. And then you enter a simulation just with that interaction. And you live that life, you experience all the emotions, you experience all the limitations, you experience all the highs, lows, everything in that life. Now you have four other fingers though, and there's five other slots. I mean, there's four other slots. So you stick your index finger in, your ring finger, your pinky finger, your thumb finger. Now you've got five entry points into that simulation. But the, the point of this is that if you look at your hand, you only have your fingertips into the simulation and 
you outside of the simulation are a thousand times bigger than the five fingertips that are in the simulation. Does that make sense? Absolutely. But at the same time, you're living five different lives at five different time periods simultaneously. Now, to this day, I still don't understand how our consciousness is focused individually on each and every one of those lives that one individual can experience. Um, how it does that is beyond my, my brain capacity. Um, I don't know if I'll ever have the answer to that because um, it's a computing thing that is beyond my human understanding, um, mm-hmm. but it does. Somehow it focuses our consciousness so that we experience all five of those lives. And it, it could be up to 10 lives. It, I don't know how many lives we're experiencing simultaneously, but somehow we are. Um, because if you look at your hand, your five fingers eventually connect at the, at the knuckles and then connect to you. Um, and that, and that's, that's the analogy I have for that uh, in a human form. That's the only way I can, I can describe it. But we could be plugged in in multiple timelines, multiple time zones, multiple realities. I mean, you could be an elf, you know, fighting orgs in, you know, uh, Middle Earth um, while we are talking right now, you know. So, and trust me, Lord of the Rings really exists somewhere. (laughs) I'm convinced of that. (laughs) I I wouldn't doubt it, Um, you know. Apparently, Tolkien had his own, you know, spiritual spirituality and exactly, and all and, uh, and all the all the great artists do. Exactly. You'll notice that, yeah. It's actually funny because um, I'm sitting here. I, I've never played D and D, but it's always been something like I've always wanted to get into, and um, kind of like these conversations that I have with you, where you you explain the simulation it feels like like you said you're t- you're telling me how to play the game and that's exactly what it feels it feels like i'm go- i'm being like taught how to play D D or something and it's 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 so fucking cool i love this experience that that but i'm getting here i haven't even told you how to play the game yet. exactly exactly i'm only i'm only i'm only i can only exp- the first thing i can only show you is the structure of it mm-hmm. and then then you know i can explain Okay, now what, how do you play it? How do you, how do you advance? How do you move up? How do you, and, and everything in this game is about vibration. Everything in this simulation is about vibration. So when you level up, you're vibrating up, you're changing your frequency. And, you know, what I want to do is start something called Reality Tuners, which is a, you know, would be an organization, have a podcast and all of that. And reality tuners is exactly what the name says. You're, you're tuning your reality. You're changing your vibration so that your reality matches. It's forced to match what you're projecting out because reality is uh, a reflection of what you project out. It comes back to you as a reflection. Mm-hmm. One, it has to. It has to. It's a neutral the thing that she was accessing, the and I can never say that word. I don't know why. It's almost like it's blocked from my tongue. What is it called again? <laughs> the Akashic Records. 
the Akashic Records. See, I can say it once somebody else says it, but when I first try to say it, I can't say it. It's so strange. The Akashic Records. So what that is, is it, it's, that, it's that database. And it's a very, it, it's so powerful that it seems like it's its own entity, but it's really just a very neutral AI, a very sophisticated AI, but it's not the creator of this simulation. It's just a program. It's an AI that was designed to respond to whatever you do. It has to reflect back to you what you have done, what you have thought, what you have felt, what you have experienced, how you react to everything comes back to you constantly in a feedback form. It's a loop, constant loop. So whatever your state of being right now is, will eventually reflect back to you within about, and, and I, I, this is the way I understand it, within about three days. That's the way I understand it. Um, your state of being right now comes back to you in about three days. In, a, in, in some form, it reflects back to you. So if you change your state of being, your constant state of being, if you change that, you will constantly get a reflection back that is something that you prefer. And that's the secret. You have the choice of creating a reality that you prefer. Does that make sense? You have, yes, to, decide, yeah, you have to decide what you prefer, but you also have to play by the rules. <laughs> so there are rules and there's codes and moral codes and all of that. And that, you know, that's a whole nother discussion, but um, it is a game. And just like a game, there's rules and there's objectives and there's experiences and, and it's exciting and it can be fun or it can be frustrating, you know? So um, if somebody, you know, is struggling right now, uh, I, I try to tell them that, uh, and this is the part that, you know, I don't want to be a guru. I don't, I, I, I'm not supposed to be a guru. I'm supposed to be the speaker, which is basically just like a Bluetooth speaker. When you connect your Bluetooth speaker, whatever the internet is projecting to it, it has to project that out. It's mm -hmm. just a speaker. And, and that's what I'm supposed to be. I'm just supposed to be a speaker. So whenever I go down the guru advice, I immediately get uncomfortable with it. And that's by design. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, talk about if somebody's struggling right now because if i give the information the way i'm supposed to give it they'll figure it out themselves does that make sense of course yeah yeah so anyway we've probably gone over the time limit <laughs> uh i mean it's been about an hour yeah and um i, I don't like to do like crazy long episodes because you know just because people tend to lose interest yeah um and no matter what the topic may be yeah and um but it's been another fantastic you know hour and some change with you uh <laughs> and um you know like i said before in my last episode I, I, i'm you're always welcome as a guest in this show i mean um i i believe in signs and um I believe in like, you know, like when weird shit happens and, and there's maybe I, maybe I, I look for signs too, too often, mm -hmm. but um, 
I forget exactly why you had messaged me on Reddit when you had first messaged me. I, but I did not expect it to turn into like, you know, having a friend who would, you know, be right passing along this information and and um I don't know. Maybe I wrote, I uh I um tend to make something out of nothing more often than than I should, but nonetheless I, I do believe no. that, that there's a reason why I chose to respond to your message on Reddit and there's a reason why it led to you know you coming on the show twice, just having these great conversations and I, I'd love to keep working with you in the future and and um you know keep having conversations with you on and off of recording. And um you know well, I go ahead. I, I just wanted to say, I mean, just to add to that, you know, it, it, it was the same way for me on my side. Um, I had put some feelers out on Reddit to see, <laughs> and in hindsight, I realized that was not the, quite the good demographic to go after because mm-hmm. um, it was, it was quite uh, some frightening uh, uh, experiences I had after that with some people on there. But because, um, huh. you know, there, there are some dark spirits out there. There's some dark, entities that want to not get this information out um and but that you have to you can never be um too sensitive to signs you have to really start focusing on those and saying okay and analyzing them you know and once you get faster and faster at analyzing them, you'll be able to make quicker and quicker decisions and and you'll start this rhythm starts building you know what i mean and you'll start riding these waves i can't describe it other than that it's just um what you're doing is your purpose does that make sense and you're experiencing falling into that groove when you fall into that groove you'll start to experience more and more synchronicities you'll start to experience more and more um things that are beyond a mathematical oddity and and you'll say, okay, this is this is something special, and that's where the the excitement builds, and then the fun of of doing this it starts to become fun rather than oh oh the world is gonna you know do this and and these people are in control and you can you can still have that you'll still see that, but the goal is for it not to affect you as much. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope that makes sense. Yeah, it but, definitely does. Yeah. That, that is the goal is that you start experiencing the world in a way that the big stuff stops affecting you so much. Um, you can still see it. You can ex- still ex- experience, but emotionally on an emotional level, it will stop affecting you as much as it used to. Um, and I think, I think you're on that path and a lot of people are on that path and that's why your podcast is going to grow and, and, and Amy's podcast is going to grow because, and, and, and it will grow until someone shuts it down. And of course, yeah. I, that's the thing that the reason I do this is because time is limited on that. And I, I feel like if I don't do this now, this is my last shot and, and I don't want to make my life difficult again. So, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, and I hate to tell people this, but that's the way the game works. Uh, It wants something 
And if you don't do that, something it, it, um, you know, it backfires on you and it sucks sometimes, you know, cause some people don't want to do what they're told. You know, they don't want to follow the rules. They don't want to be, think that they don't have any freedom of choice. And, um, I understand that completely. And there's a whole group of people that understand that completely. Uh, but, and, and they've chosen that side to that system, that side of the system. They've chosen that, that to rebel. Um, and that's a choice that an individual has to make. So um, I prefer, <laughs> uh, you know, I hate to, to use the Cyrus uh, reference from the matrix, but um, you know, when he says ignorance is bliss and he wants to be put back in the matrix, you know, um, ignorance is not bliss. It's, it's, that's what it is. It's just ignorance. It's darkness. Um, so does that make sense? And we can edit all this out. I know you were you're trying no, to wrap it no, up. I'm definitely going to keep it in there. And um, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And because uh, I, I actually often think back to the, the dude in the Matrix who, um, I forget the fuck what his name was, um, the dude who went back into the Matrix. Yeah, Cyrus. Yeah, the the dude uh, who was in The Sopranos. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, that was Cyrus, yeah. Yeah, and um, like I, I often think about that shit and like, like not even just in like the simulation, in regards to the simulation, but like in regards to being a conspiracy theorist and uh, like it's, it feels, it feels like I'm I'm permanently woken up, and not to say that I know everything because I most certainly don't, but like I'm woken up to the fact that there is more going on to the fact, go, more going on in regards to our reality and and what we are told is going on. Yes. Um, and it's I'm permanently woken up to that. I don't have the answers. I don't have. I have I, I have may have things that will lead to the answers eventually, but I do not have the answers. And and um, anybody in this community who says that they do is absolutely one hundred percent wrong. Um, and I want to stress that about myself too. I don't but, have the answers. I don't. Exactly. I'm but only the, reporting. I'm like a reporter, and that that's I that's what I went to school for. Mm-hmm. I, when I had my near death near death experience, they showed me how everything that had been brought into my life was to prepare me for this everything like they were just guiding me along you've got to take this course and this and you got to learn journalism and you got to get on television and you got to do radio and it, 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 it's just crazy it, it, when i think back i'm like i get sad sometimes because i'm like was any part of my life really me? And until you can learn how the system works, it's not. But once you learn how the system works, that's when freedom just opens up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I can actually, I can manipulate this. And that's yeah. the gift. That is the gift you have in the simulation is you can manipulate the simulation. It's the only gift you were given, but it, it is a very powerful one. And on your, on your logo, on your coffee cup that you sent me, I've always been curious why you wrote We Are All Gods on the other side. Um, 
I had been really into Gnosticism. Um, and I, I, I always, I not necessarily 100% believed in it, but, but when I write about it and I looked into it and um, I, I kind of equated it with, you know, uh, there's simi similarities to that in like Buddhist teachings and stuff. And, you know, like this, this hidden knowledge that, you know, um, that these religions seek to find, mm -hmm. like, like Gnosticism, Buddhism. I believe that the, that the knowledge that they try to find or, or in the, in regards to Gnosticism, you know, like the, it's the knowledge that was hidden from Adam and Eve in the garden of Eden. And I believe that the reason why the God of this reality, or I, I not necessarily believe, but I, I like the idea that the God of this reality hid, hid that secret knowledge from us so that we would need him. Mm -hmm. And once you find that secret knowledge and, and realize that you are the God, that the divine whatever is inside of you, then the possibilities are endless. Right. And I, I really like that message. And I don't necessarily know if I believe 100% in Gnosticism or Buddhism or, or, or I don't I don't believe in anything 100%. And that's my problem is that I, I'm always like so hesitant to jump 100% into anything. But I but the message that that sends is something I, I really do agree with is that even if it in a strict even if it's strictly in, in a, a um, non spiritual sense, just look at it as in terms of like the the overbearing uh, government that we are living under right now. If we turned inward and looked inside of our inside to ourselves for the truth mm -hmm. of what's going on in regards to everything about the coronavirus and the pandemic and the shootings and and we all realized that there there's what's being put on to us is as is a is a lie. We're being there's lies being put on top of us in order for us to need the government. Right. And if we realize that if we just, you know, use what we have inside of us and, and lived our own lives and told the government basically to go fuck themselves, that if we all did that, I mean, there, there's nothing they could do about it. And um, that's exactly right. And that's exactly why there is a huge movement for us not to know what is what we're really living in. Mm -hmm. There is a huge movement. That, I, there's been so many psyops and, and we we've been conditioned to I I I've, I've I used to be like a, a an extreme um you know not an extreme I wasn't like a, a fucking uh extreme right winger but like I used to be like a staunch Republican in high school and and oh in college I was I was a member of the uh, Future Republicans of America. Gotcha. I, uh, I petitioned against China several times, uh, held protest rallies, all Republican protest rallies where we just drank martinis and <laughs> and uh, and laughed our asses off. But it was still a protest. Um, we had people sign petitions, but uh, we had great hair. Um, <laughs> and it, it's just like I used to be like this person who, who 100 percent yep. supported capitalism. And and now I look and I, and, and I see like. Maybe that was the psyop all along, to to get us addicted no. to this to this system to this system this that 
built on nothing but corporate greed and 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 the design to make us a slave to the American dollar. Yeah. And and I, I feel I really feel guilty that I used to be like a very big oh like, don't that was an experience that you had to have. You I, had I know, to have but it. like it, it 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 I look back and I'm like, what the hell? Like the, I, I at the time, like you know, you think you you have all the answers and you're like, you know, these fucking liberals and they're so retarded and and then you just look at them like damn i was so wrong and like like yeah but anyway and 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 eventually you won't care that you were wrong you'll understand that there was a purpose in that you you benefited from it everything is to your benefit everything um even pain i know that sounds strange but um you'll, you'll start to understand. I mean, it, 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 you'll see, um, as you go along, you know, um, as you unlock more and more and start to see more and more, you'll, you'll start to understand that, you know, everything has a purpose. Everything has a, as a learning, uh, we're in a learning lab. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing that what I was told this is called is the grand experiment. That's how it's described outside of this, the grand okay. experiment. Um, and I know that sounds so cheesy, but they did use the word grand, which, um, you know, gives some importance to it. But I, I, I <laughs> you know, I hate to use those terms, but because um, it sounds so, that's what we are. We're just an experiment. It's, it's beautiful, yet simplistic. It's complicated yet simple. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it seems overwhelming yet it's small. Um, mm-hmm. that, that duality is expressed throughout this simulation over and over again. Um, and, and it's, it's, um, it's quite, quite an amazing thing once you see it. Um, and I hope, I hope more and more people do. Um, but, at the same time, people will be like, well, wait, isn't he promoting the simulation in a sense? Yeah, I guess I am. Um, and, 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 and that will come into play later on. Um, but again, everybody has a choice. I'm not pushing it in the sense that um, I want it again. Um, I think we can resist it you know, to have it again. Does that make sense? Yeah, we're, we're resisting something that we're already in. So uh, I'm really torn about that. Um, we're already in it. It's coming again. Um, so do we resist it or do we just dive into it again? Um, I don't know what my purpose is on that part of it. As, a, as I said, I'm not, I've only been told to promote the, the game. Um, so, and like I said, at the beginning, it's, you know, you know, we, you and I talked, the bottom line is, it's, it's probably selfish of me because as I do this, I get to level up and just, so uh, I'm on this side, but on the other side, the side uh, that doesn't want the simulation, that is rebelling against the simulation, they get to level up the more damage they do to the simulation. So, um, both sides, you know, have their objectives. 
So of course, yeah. I think this is a great place to stop, man. Again, okay, man. Thank you for coming back on the show, and we're definitely going to be in touch more. And we're going to talk more, and uh, I, you know, like I said, if, if I, I think I told you before, uh, I'm going to I, I plan on taking like breaks every ten episodes, you know, doing like you know little ten episode seasons here, and and um, if if I can get you as a recurring guest, like every once every season, that would be fucking awesome, man. Yeah, and um, be great. I I just you know I the problem is is that I have. I can just talk about this forever. It just goes no, on and on. on. It's, it just goes deeper and deeper. And it's exhausting, but I feel so much better after talking about it. I cannot describe to you how therapeutic this is because I've been holding this in for so long that it was crushing me, just crushing me. So, you know, to, to be able to project it out, um, it's like this release. And I appreciate you letting me do that. So. Yeah, man, not a problem. So, uh, you know, stay safe. Um, yep. Keep on speaking, being the speaker, and, you know, we'll be in touch. Okay, sounds great. And when I get my stuff rolling on my podcast, you are definitely going to be the first guest. All right, man. <laughs> All, All right. right. See ya. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Okay, and that about does it for episode 14 here. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening in and staying throughout the episode, I know that was a, a very interesting conversation that we were having there, and I'm, I'm very excited to have him on as a guest in the future, and like I said, I, I'd love to have him on as many times as possible. He's a, a very great um, speaker, and he is um, very knowledgeable about what he's talking about, and uh, whether you believe in the simulation theory or not, you, you can't say that what he has to say isn't at least eye-opening and interesting and deserves some thought uh so with that being said again thank you for listening in and listen to me ramble on and and listen for an, another week here and i greatly appreciate each and every one of you guys um if you could be so kind as to share this episode with whoever you might think likes it would like it uh that would be awesome if your grandma likes it your friends your whatever send it over to them um and enlighten some people, get some some more people on the free thinking truther movement here, and you know together we can change the world, or maybe not change the world, but hopefully we can wake some more people up. Um, so again, if you see these posts that I put out on Facebook or Twitter or wherever, like and share them if you're enjoying the content. Um, and like like I said earlier, if you feel so as though I, I deserve some type of donation for you know the work that i'm putting into this uh podcast every week and, and feel free to uh visit the merch store and pick out a piece of merchandise that you'd like to buy and i do greatly do i do greatly appreciate all the you know hard-earned cash that you guys spend on on the show and um and again the links to the patreon my site and the merch store are in the video or the episode description i'm sorry Wherever you are listening to this episode, whether that be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, my site, um, I feel like I'm missing one. Oh, YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Anyway, the, the episode description has links to all three of those. And so, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in again. Like always, I want to remind you to keep on keeping on. Remember that we're all gods out here and have a wonderful day.